please welcome Kay. From a very early age, I was fascinated with my older sister, Mary. Out of five girls in the family, she was number two and I was number four. She was tall, attractive, and charming. It was as though she was entitled to get away with every scheme she cooked up. I, on the other hand, was the tomboy, lacking in grace and confidence. I hung on her every word, frequently seeking her advice. She, though we both, all, both took risks, she managed to get away with them unscathed, while I was often caught red-handed. When I was a freshman in high school and she was a senior, I confided in her that I had had a country makeout session with my boyfriend, <laughs> creating lots of wrinkles in my skirt, a dead giveaway to my parents. Mary said, simple solution, take off your skirt. <laughs> Thinking she was so wise, next time out with my boyfriend, I did. I took off my skirt and laid it gently over the seat. A few minutes later, when the sheriff's deputy tapped on our window, I didn't think it was such a great idea. Luckily, he thought my slip was my skirt, warned us, and, and told us to move on. Phew! The next summer, a town about 10 miles away was having their annual celebration. That meant great food, food, carnival rides, and beer. My sister would not wait for me until my swim meet was over, leaving me without a ride. So she told me, a lot of people are going to be leaving their cars on Main Street with their keys in the ignition. Just take one, she said. They'll forgive you later. Two of my friends and I took Bobby's car. Driving well above the speed limit, the engine blew up about halfway there. The next day, having to tell my father was the worst day ever. Walking those eight steps up the stairs to his office felt like walking the plank. Now, you would think I would have learned my lesson not to trust Mary, but no. When she graduated from Iowa State, I was a sophomore. She was hired by American Airlines as a flight attendant and moved to New York City. Quite a feat for a rural Iowa girl. I couldn't even comprehend moving to the Big Apple, but she did it with ease. She flew the East Coast routes during her probationary period. My parents were so proud. They took every opportunity to boast to anyone who would listen about her confidence and dogged determination to 
fulfill her dreams. Mary, when spring break was approaching, Mary suggested that I visit her in New York City. I thought this would be the trip of a lifetime. She told me she would use her discounts with the airlines and buy me a ticket. She flew the East Coast route, so she wanted me, rather than to fly directly into New York City, to meet her in one of her connecting cities so we could fly back together. I was totally on board with this because this was my maiden flight and I wanted her with me to maneuver to help me lead, to help lead the way. So, a flight was made to West Virginia and um, I that's where I was going to connect with her. The morning I was to leave, I woke up and my nerves were working overtime. I remembered Mary's advice, fake it till you make it. I took a deep breath and decided I would pretend I knew what I was doing. We loaded up my suitcase and a huge orange rolling cooler with frozen meat, my mom's homemade cinnamon rolls, and chicken rice casseroles, treats for home for my sister. So off to Des Moines we go. The plane landed in West Virginia during the, in the midst of an ice and snowstorm. I checked in where I was supposed to meet Mary, only to be given a message that she was grounded in Kentucky due to this same storm and wouldn't be arriving till the next day. The first of many tears began to flow. Here I am stranded when I was counting on my sister to lead the way. The American Airlines staff were wonderful. They took me to a phone where I could take a call from Mary, and Mary assured me I would be fine. The, the airlines would keep my luggage in the cooler in a locked storage room, and a friend of hers was on the way to pick me up to keep me overnight. The night went well, and the next morning I was dropped off at the airport. I was never so glad to see a person in my life when Mary finally arrived. We went to the back storage room only to open the door to a river of bloody liquid flowing out of the cooler. You guessed it, the meat had thawed and leaked out of the drainage hole. Mary and I looked at each other had a good laugh, and vowed never to tell mother. So we finally start walking to our gate. Oh, by the way, the dumpster and all of its contents, excuse me, the cooler and all of its contents went into the dumpster. We're walking to the gate when Mary drops a bomb. She confessed she had no reservation for me, but planned to sneak me on board as a flight attendant deadheading to Boston. <clears throat> if you're not familiar with the term, deadheading means uh, an employee taking a flight or a, a leg of a flight to get to another location to work. Now, on top of my small town girl appearance, I also had a baby face. 
looking much younger than my 19 years. Do you know how hard it is to play act when you neither look the part nor have the experience to carry something off as authentic? She put me in an American Airlines trench coat and gave me a flight bag to carry. We walked on with no problem, seating me near the front of the plane, while she and the other flight attendants readied the plane for departure. As the plane began to fill up, she approached me and said, gather your things and follow me. So we go back to the bathroom where she tells me that it appears the flight is full and I will have to sit in the lavatory until takeoff when hopefully a seat will come open. It is very convenient to be sitting in a bathroom when you have to throw up. <laughs> Suddenly, the door flies open and there's a very startled woman standing before me. She sternly asked what I was doing. I remembered Mary telling me, if anybody asks, tell them you're deadheading to Boston. When I squeaked out a very unconvincing reply, Mary had reached us saying, ma'am, I hope you're feeling better. I can show you to your seat now, as though I were a passenger. Unbelievably, the woman turned out to be an American airline administrator deadheading to Boston. What are the odds? She sternly said, I would know who is deadheading and you are not. She took Mary and I to the back of the plane told, asked what was going on, and Mary tried to explain as I stood there like a shrinking violet. She told us she would meet with us when we got to Boston, and in the meantime, Mary was to continue with her duties, and she strapped me in the rear jump seat where flight attendants sit during takeoff and landing. I wept the whole way to Boston. Once everyone had deplaned, she led us to her office where she asked us to sit while she talked with her supervisor. As if enough damage had not been done, my sister says, quick, give me your bag. She grabs my carry-on bag and proceeds to dump over 30 small liquor bottles that she had lifted from the plane. She figured she would be fired, so she wanted to get what she could from her last flight. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Now I'm imagining myself getting arrested for theft. Mary was right. She was fired because she had only completed five and a half months of her six-month probationary period. Yeah. When we called my parents, 
All they heard was that she was fired due to me being on a flight I didn't have to be on, blaming me for her current unemployment. I tried to remain supportive of my sister for years following that incident. Yeah. I eventually, she ultimately joined a cult-like group, at which time I had to separate myself from her. I also backed away from my parents, who could only see me as the troublemaker I was as a child. I went to graduate school and began a new job working with at-risk students. Seeing myself as I mentored them helped me develop my own persona, my voice, and my confidence. As for my parents, in not needing their approval, I got it. We eventually came back together and they began to see me as an adult and they were proud of the person that I had become. I haven't spoken to Mary for several years. She's a much different person than I am and that's okay. I wish her well. But I decided it was time to stop following and it was time to lead. Thank you. Thank you, Kay, for your story, and I won't be trying to fly any pork tenderloins soon. <laughs>